is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hey guys, it's me, Warren Beatty. Today on Convince Me, we have... Hold, hold on, uh, Faye's opening the envelope. Oh, it says... Damien Chazelle's Oscar picks? That can't be right. I don't even know if that pronunciation was right. PricewaterhouseCoopers strikes again. <sighs> Guess you could say when it comes to Eugene Swen's Oscar picks, you're going to have to... Convince me. Welcome to Convince Me, the show where a wide-eyed Oscarist tries to convince a couple of Tonyists to get on board with his distinctive, sometimes downright globe's usual obsession. This is the show where we have a guest try to convince us of to love to love what they're into. Um, but today's a little bit off the beaten path. Uh, before we get into that, though, I'm Ben Castle. I am hosting this podcast. To my left is uh, Thayer Frechette, just cracking up over oh, here. I'm, I'm already having some LOLs. going to be a silly one. Be a little goofy. It's good to be here. Hey, I'm Jeff, uh, <laughs> third member of Convince Me. Uh, just want to point out that on this sheet, it says... Uh, <laughs> Price Waterhouse Coopers. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that what it is? No. I think it's just, it's just, just one Cooper. Cooper. No, <laughs> Are you sure it's not Coopers? <laughs> yeah. Price Waterhouse Cooper. Price Waterhouse yeah. Coopers. It's just Cooper. Do they not make it possessive? Price Waterhouse Coopers? I will. Lo- I'm, looking, yeah, I'm looking case, at the mug. In this case, I think it's just Price Waterhouse Cooper strikes again. Uh, Coopers. That's well, let's, let's pause while Jeff looks this up. Because Price this Waterhouse is, Coopers. It's a plural, so you know sometimes uh, the guy with the master's I'm convinced. degree. <laughs> I'm convinced. Good up. Well, okay, but I'm a bachelor's double major. High five. Um, and you, there are uh, dual minor, dual major. So I want you to just kiss your little face goodbye. <laughs> I'm talking chords, baby. Music minor only. Graduated with it. <laughs> you had a music minor. <laughs> Uh, I can do majors, I can do triads, whatever you're thinking about. As a joke for my dad, thanks for listening. So today, I alluded to it earlier, it's a little different. Uh, we have a guest here, but he's not going to convince us of, of one thing. He's going to convince us of all his Oscar picks. We have the Carl Rove of award punditry here, filmmaker Eugene Swen. Good to be here, thank you very much. Yeah! Thank you, thank you. Sit down, sit down. It's okay. Oh, there's a seat here for me. I usually do this standing. Oh, yeah. If, if I'm going to stand as well, so if that's a problem, you can just get the hell hell out of here. <laughs> Fair enough. I made I made uh, Ben and Thayer provide a standing desk because I brought a doctor's note, and it's just healthier. That's what I needed. You love talking about that standing desk. I do love talking about standing desks in general. I made a makeshift one at my house, which I now work at because I'm unemployed. Oh my gosh. People are just too quick to stand these days, I find. Just like standing O's are just guaranteed at the end of every show. And it's just like... Well, it's you PC don't want, culture. You don't want to be it's the... PC culture. <laughs> it is PC culture. You don't want to be the guy, you know, sitting there where everyone else is clapping it up. So I just, you know, I feel like we have to be more, you know, decisive when it comes right. to standing O's. You can't just be giving it out to everybody. Yeah. Well, it's PC culture. I'm more of a Mac culture kind of guy. OS 10. That joke didn't make it into a movie this year, and you got to wonder why. Did it? Nope. Didn't. It was almost in Shape of Water. Almost. Hey. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So we're going to go through today the whole uh, Academy Awards ballot, and by by the whole thing, I mean not the whole thing, just part of it. We're going to take the highlights. Uh, Last year, we had Eugene on, 
And boy, was that record 100%. Was Would you believe right? it? It was 100%. Every one of his predictions came true. Wow. He even predicted Warren Beatty would screw it up. Exactly. I, I, I predict that dynamic. I predict that he was going to uh, screw up. I predicted that uh, Barry Jenkins was going to come on the stage like last second to the rescue. Yeah. I, yeah. I saw it all. It was Carl, a, Carl Rove. That's it was incredible. Well, yeah, that's why you're the Carl That's why Carl I'm the Carl Rove. Rove. Yeah. Real mastermind behind the scenes. Exactly. For Oscar picks. Know your base. Yeah. Know your base. Uh, so this is the 90th Academy Awards, and we're going to go through um, some of the most exciting. I really like the 73rd. That was, was a personal favorite of mine. Why, was, why is that? Big 73 guy. Big 73 guy. Oh, just the movies in it and the people. So it's 2001, I guess? Everything so. lined up that night. It was just a crazy night for movies. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just think of the craziest the night. the original score category. Oh, my one. God. Do you that, remember that? The 01 score year? People do not forget that. Goal. Go ahead. John Williams, always a contender, right? Uh, it's, so Rob, it's Robin Williams. <laughs> Robin Williams, always a Robin contender. Williams. Let's start with the song uh, is like ooh, ah, ooh. <laughs> I'm, I'm the mask. Whoa, <laughs> I know he's not the mask. <laughs> I know. Is this Robin Williams that's just stepped Williams? into our? You know, this is yeah, just cool. it's Robin Williams from the mask. <laughs> <laughs> this is classic convinced. Ooh, <laughs> we made a mistake into another mistake into a joke that no one wanted to see. Again. <laughs> They're not going to see. I it love it. A I podcast. love it. It is a podcast. So Eugene, first up, let's start with best cinematography. Oh, we're going to start there. Our yeah. Um, how come we're not doing like the minor categories? Is that do you want to do them all? Are, are they not important enough to you? Hey, are if you, you want to do them all, we'll do them all. I don't. I don't have the time. <laughs> okay, well, I guess you guys are the hosts. I'll do whatever. Uh, best cinematography are are uh, what do you call them? Candidates? Nominees. Uh, nominees. Nominees. The nominees are Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yes. Darkest Hour. Too dark. Dunkirk. Love it. Mud Just Bound. Dark <laughs> the Shape of Water. Weirdly dark. Weirdly dark. <laughs> And the award goes to... Yeah, what are you thinking? Did you see all these? I saw all of these films. Uh, this is actually a pretty top category. And a couple of notable things about this category. Uh, number one, Blade Runner 2049. That's shot by Roger Deakins, who did oh, yeah? Shawshank Redemption. The Deak. Couldn't uh, do most of Coen Brothers' film. This is his, I think, 18th or 19th nomination. He has never won ever. Oh, wow. This won. movie was beautiful. It's a gorgeous film. It was gorgeous. I was blown away. I really hope this wins. Blade Runner? I, it was so gorgeously shot. Are you a big Blade Runner original fan? Uh, I get down. I just, uh, I definitely like the first one. I just thought this one was like, whoa, it was so aesthetically pleasing. Mm. Was it too slow for you? You were okay with the no, pacing? No, I loved it. You take loved me, it. take me into the future and show me the world, baby. Because this life I'm currently living sucks. And that took about. Eight minutes but to get to Thayer talking about <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Let's see. About eight minutes and 40 seconds. That's yeah. a record. Uh, like you're kind of a shit quattro guy. The more blades, the better. I like that sequel. Uh, so, did we already do a Robin Williams mask impression? <laughs> I just saw Shape of Water last night. It is gorgeous. Oh, you saw well. it? You saw it in yeah. the theater? In the theater, When yeah. I saw it. Oh, okay. You weren't uh, standing outside the theater just like poking in? I've been known to. <laughs> Last uh, night I uh, I I movie passed it. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. You know, I've only seen one of these films, um, Dunkirk. So I think I should probably abstain from this. I thought it was done from the whole conversation from the cinematography convo. (laughs) Okay, great. That was was confusing. Did you like it? I liked Dunkirk. 
Uh, yeah, the cinematography was good. I thought it was going to be about a German basketball player dunking, but I was incorrect. Still conflict though. Very much, very enjoyed it. You know, you know what was very good that's it. not here is Phantom Threat. I thought it was. I thought it was shocker. Mm. That's very true. That was Actually, beautifully. Cinematography tends to go to like epic looking stuff. It seems like or yes, non- yeah, yes, it tends very to be epic looking. Exactly, things yeah. are just visually ravishing. Yeah, I think yeah. those are the easiest films. To, but it's uh, hard to this category. It's hard to separate the cinematography and the like costume set Definitely. because with Phantom Thread, that's like, a lot of the appeal. Mm. But the framing the of Phantom aesthetic. Thread was amazing. Good frames and the color schemes. Oh my god, the wallpaper on the bathroom there. My god. And apparently, I'm uh, such a movie buff. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, Phantom Thread. Uh, one of the reasons why it was not nominated, this is just to my knowledge, is because there isn't technically a single cinematographer on this movie. Uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, the writer director, actually shot the movie himself with I the feel like uh, of his camera department. That's, on tour, you know, on tour. that's messed up. You know, he's like almost too talented to be part of the category. I mean, he's true. working against it. That's, he, tr- he transcends the category. We're on a good pace for 15 minutes per category. So this is our this is our four hour episode. I was just uh, listening to the last year's uh, time Eugene did this, and like 14 minutes in, there was like we've been going for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Your perception of time is a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it also shows that we're just bound to repeat the same yeah. episode every year. Why not just re- yeah. do a replay of? Honestly, the podcast from last year. Honestly, hundred percent. The results are the of same picks every year. Were right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's not bad. Uh, so my pick would be Blade Runner 2049. Uh, so, uh, I think that's the one that I think a lot of people are rooting for that to win. If there's going to be an upset, probably Shape of Water because it is the dark horse. Gorgeous. It's a dark horse. And another notable thing about the ca- uh, this category is interesting is uh, Mudbound. It's shot by the cinematographer named Rachel Morrison. Ooh, first woman. First woman. Mm. Can you believe that? That's nominated or to win? Nominated. Wow. There's not being a single woman. The male gaze. The male gaze. There's been too Literally. much male gaze, if anything. Uh, who do you think should win, but not who do you think will win? Who do you like the best? I love Roger Deakins. Uh, 18 time, 19 time nominee. He's well deserved. He uh, has 18 times more nominations than the entire female gender. That's interesting trivia, I think. It's easy math, too. It's easy if math. there's only one. Yeah, exactly. It's like we see everything through the camera, but we can't see real life. Hashtag time's up. Uh, let's Moving move on, on to, uh, you know what? Let's do a best original song. You guys heard any of these songs? Oh, uh, yeah. Jeff, you guys could you sing us all of them? I loved, this is, I loved Coco. Yeah, let me run them down real quick. Uh, the nominees are Mighty River you from should sing, You should sing the nomination. Oh, I don't know any of yeah. these songs. No, no. You should, you should just like, do it like, What do you think it would be? Mystery of there we go. Love. Call Me Call By, me your, by name. your Name. Mm-hmm. I'll oh, do the movie. Oh, Remember Me. From wow, that is so off. Coco. Coco. You gotta stand up for something, Alexander Hamilton <laughs> from Marshall. <laughs> and uh, this is me. Oh man, that's my favorite <laughs> from The Greatest Showman. All right, uh, what do you guys like these songs? I don't know any of them. Mystery of Love or Remember Me are my votes. Yeah, Remember Me is gonna get it. I think yeah. Remember Me is the pick. Did you guys see Coco? Yeah. Uh, I have not. It's on my list. So great. It's great. It's fantastic. It's a little, uh, honestly, I feel like it was a little too family friendly. I feel like Pixar. (laughs) It's too wholesome. wholesome I feel like Pixar movies used to go and you you could go with a kid you'd both be laughing at two different things it'd be like a joke for adults and kids and I'd be like wow Pixar is genius and now it's like we're just gonna play to the middle too much single on and uh, yeah I don't, you know that's yeah, that's, too just, much. that's my thoughts I'm such a movie buff 
too much wholesomeness for uh, for Thayer, apparently. Give me some edge, dude. Give me some sadness. My my big uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, like a diss when you when something should have been nominated. Snub. Snub. A snub. My big snub for this category is Chase Me by Run the Jewels, which was in the uh, what was this? What was the car chase movie? I just forgot the name. Uh, of Baby Drive. Baby Drive. Baby Driver. Which, um, I mean, is probably getting snubbed because of uh, one of the actors in there. Hashtag time. Yeah, Jamie Foxx. Terrible. <laughs> Jamie Foxx. Ooh, just a bad, bad just a bad dude. Bad yeah, just because we're, we're fed up with the Fox man. <laughs> no, it's Kevin Spacey was in that movie. Um, We've been going for like an hour. Let's keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how, let's do this quiz, uh, Thayer. How long do you think it says on the on the record right now? Honestly, just intuition. No, no thinking. Right now, dude, we're probably at eighteen minutes. Is that your real guess? Yep, ten twenty-nine. Wow, wow. You're off by like, well, double. I'll, I'll recalibrate. Since we're doing music, you're let's... off by how much the guy who got the lot of nominations is off from how many women's have been nominated. <laughs> high five, Jess. Yes. High five. High five. Uh, <laughs> that high five. Went, out, went around the room. I just saw that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so we just did best original song. Next category. Let's do best original score. Let's do it. Um, Jeff, I'll say the name of the movie. How about you do a little of the score? Oh, okay. Please. Okay. Okay. Uh, Dunkirk. Dun dun. Kirk. <laughs> Phantom Thread. Ooh. Spooky, scary, phantom thread. Watch me weave my phantom thread. <laughs> Nailed it. Love that. Junk green. Lyrics Johnny weren't Greenwood. great, but the rhythm, unbelievable. Definitely worth a nominee. <laughs> the shape Watch of water. Watch me as I make my dress. Watch me. I have secrets to confess. That was the shape of water? That was the shape of water? <laughs> yep. Wow. Good. Good. Uh, I mean, there is costuming that movie. Yeah. People are dressed yeah. in that movie. It's they true. do wear clothes on that. They do wear clothes. Yeah. That was an interesting score, by the way. Uh, Star Wars: The Last Jedi. I will go <laughs> into space now. Watch out, Jedi. Kung Pao. <laughs> Three billboards outside wow. of Ebbing, Missouri. It's three billboards outside of Missouri. <laughs> Wonderful. As I don't even know if we need to comment. No, no, no. no work of amazing. art needs no explanation. That's Stands amazing. on its own. Uh, let's see. I, I mean, I always love Star Wars scores. I love the Phantom Thread score. I haven't seen lot. the Phantom Thread score. Is pretty it's fantastic. Really fantastic. And I went uh, to see it, and they were. Paul Thomas Anderson actually had made a playlist to play while you're waiting for the movie to start to Ooh. get you in the mood. Very yeah. cool. It's pretty cool. And it's done by uh, Johnny Greenwood from Radiohead. That's right. Uh. Yeah. Regular collaborator with P.D. Anderson. And this is the first time he's been nominated. Very cool. It's a gorgeous, ravishing score. Oh, the score. Do you think that's going to win? I Phantom feel ravished. I think it's a tie race between Phantom Thread and uh, Shape of Water, which also has a beautiful score. You saw it last night. Did you think that? It was a very interesting score. Like it, it does provoke a lot of emotion, but it's also it's not super conventional. I'm not a trapezoid. To... I'm not a rhombus. I'm liquid. You guys have I already did the like... score. Come on, yeah. Good point. Good point. Good point. This, this was the three not, This was yeah. the coda. Remember, music. Yeah. Uh, oh, at the very end. Music right, minor. Right, major. Right. Music major minor. If I were to go for a pig, I would pick just off the top of my head. I would do. I would predict uh, phantom thread phantom thread it's well love okay, if you're Johnny wrong Greenwood. you will not come back on this podcast 
Yeah, you. If you get one wrong, which you haven't yet, which you haven't yet, you 100% will not so come far, back on this. And we've had we've gone through a lot of people. You guys know we're the only one. <laughs> <laughs> so pick for best original score is Phantom Thread. Phantom Thread, Johnny Greenwood. You know, guys, when you're not acting and you're not writing music and you're not cinematographing. You gotta be writing, right? So let's get to best original screenplay. Finally, getting into some juice. And uh, you know, I'm gonna read out the title of the movie. And Thayer, how about you give us uh, the best line? Great, great. Uh, not not acted. No, no. Just but as as written. if you're a writer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure, sure. Uh, best original screenplay. The nominees are The Big Sick. <coughs> that was a big cough. Get out. No, you need to go <laughs> right now. Ladybird. Chirp, chirp, chirp. The shape of water. <coughs> and three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Missouri. My, by the way, my original was definitely the Jackass theme song, right? <laughs> Wow, wow, wow. That's a great. No, it's three billboards. It's three yeah, billboards. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do we think, guys? I love The Big Sick. That was a great movie. Oh, I love That's it. not going to win. I hate it's to, not going to win. I hate to tell you, that's not going to win. Happy to see that nomination. <clears throat> it was very good. It makes me happy. Uh, I think Get Out has a chance. Get Out definitely has a chance. Get Out was very well written. Uh, Shape of Water, I thought, was. Uh, that's original. Plays on a lot of cool tropes, but is also very original. Yeah. It's yeah. so original in its Monster trope-tum. love story. Still haven't seen shape. Never seen bestiality done so beautifully. Mm-hmm. It's true. I think yeah. I think I'd be most uh, surprised if three billboards won. Oh really? I don't you know. think it would win? I just feel like I mean it's all about politics when it comes to Oscars, and I feel like that or Shape of Water. I mean they're all pretty political though. So you know what? I'd like to retract my. Analysis. I could be wrong about this, but I feel like three billboards had more momentum earlier, and now it's kind of like got around to where enough think pieces have been written that people are like, ah, oh, maybe I it's didn't. become a surprisingly polarizing film mm-hmm. because it's racial politics and what it says about Middle America. I think a lot of people feel like Martin McDonough, the director writer, who's Irish. Yeah. A lot of people feel like it's an outsider view of yeah of Middle America. I'm excited to to talk. I feel like we're going to talk. About about it when we get to the big big one we can be what but do you I'm, want to talk about I'm very anti that movie I oh you're anti well, why not say it now yeah i mean what, I say now? what yeah. i don't like is the writing. i probably agree with you i do not i did not like the writing in this movie I've you're more like, of a four billboards guy anyway more of a four billboards because go ahead and give it, a real point just, I'm sorry. if you're gonna go and make a movie with three why not go to four i do thought you're more of like a, the flashing like construction sign mm. type of guy. yeah but which isn't as much of a billboard it's more of like a flashing sign like how fast are you going even the title is misleading basically right and it should be inside Ebbing, Missouri. Right. That's my verdict. I think I, you know, I was talking about this movie a lot when it came out. I'm, I have a lot of text threads. He would not shut up. I would not shut up about <laughs> it. And I, everybody says like, "Oh, I love that movie." I would like kind of start a diatribe. Wow. I think it's just. I think it just has great actors. Wait, is this going to take like twenty minutes? Are you going to? This like, is going to take quite a bit. Okay, uh, we can add it. Let's please count. Yep. Um, it's it's got great actors. It's got a long, interesting, weird name. Uh, and it looks like a good movie, but the writing is just so like crazy and like crazy and lazy. It's like it just like is everywhere, but then like dialogue wise, like just like plot wise, like wow. nothing. None of the plot moves are like earned, and everything is like so random and coincidental. I'm like, sorry, has that ever happened to you in life? As a coincidence or a random yeah, event happened to you in life, or is every, everything planned? As my Jeff? therapist says, everything, every all behavior is intentional and motivated. 
Oh, really? And that's why we like so when you seeing get... movies that have reasonable plots that you can follow. And they're, you know, you see something happens in a movie and you go, oh, I didn't see that coming, but it makes so much sense to me. Mm-hmm. Whereas Three Billboards, it's like, I just didn't see So what, what are your thoughts on diarrhea? Oh, I usually <laughs> see it coming because I know I had like the lactose. Yeah. You, you make very conscious intention. It's motivated. <laughs> well, it's like I'm diarrhea. not going to be out for the next three days, so I'll, I'll eat this thing or <laughs> drink this thing. You know, so that I mean, that's that's kind of what I look for in a movie. Intentional diarrhea. Intentional diarrhea. There, did Purposeful. you like that movie? Three billboards. Uh, I've not seen it. Okay, me neither. Oh, yeah, <laughs> well, it's just me and Jeff, and we kind of see Would eye you... to eye actually. Okay, okay, no, I'm glad to hear it. I yeah. like his previous film, and I, I was me pretty gung ho about this one, and I was actually kind of disappointed for very much the same reason. And I did think the dialogue was very self conscious and um, yeah, not terribly sharp or interesting. Can I, I get know. some sample dialogue right now? There's just one line that's. Uh, I can't exactly remember. Yeah, I'll get you in the mood. It's just basically there's, there's this scene where like they're fighting in the house and it like gets really dark and the the like ex husband's really young girlfriend like keeps interrupting the fighting dialogue. Oh yeah, with like really dumb stuff like oh I I I need to get back to the the zoo because I'm working. It's just like really mundane. She, she's like the worst cliche of like a dumb, mm-hmm. like blonde. I don't even, don't even remember if she was blonde or not. But, but like aren't cliches just amalgamations of people we've met? It's just, you haven't even seen the movie. So it's kind of, <laughs> I'm not sure why, uh, but right, you know, next, d- debate is good. Next. So uh, what's your official pick? For my official game? pick. I actually think uh, lady bird is going to win this category. That's great. Hell yeah. Uh, loved it's it. it's cool. one of the most loved movie this year. Mm-hmm. Greta Gerwig, female writer. She's hugely talented. Uh, it spoke to a lot of experiences that you have. We haven't seen on screen. Exactly. Yeah. And Greta Gerwig, first woman to pick up a pencil in this category. Yeah. Uh, nice times up pin there. Uh-huh. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> best adapted screenplay. Uh, we Uh-oh, the nominees are Call Me by Your Name. Unbelievable. The Disaster Artist. Believable. Logan. Semi Far-fetched. like plot, not believable. Molly's game, <laughs> somewhat skeptical. Mm, yep. And Mudbound. Interesting that Logan is an adapted screenplay. Yeah, because I think the definition there is like it's based on the existing property. Property, exactly. Huh. But I think the the plots is it lifted have from probably a book? been yeah. like every every plot has been done for every superhero character. I feel like because so, there have been so many comic books. Mm, yeah, name exactly. a plot, name a plot, and I'll tell you if it's been done. Um, you know, like uh, My Grave. That's a plot. Uh, yeah, I've seen that 2,000 okay, seven uh, times. How about Wolverine forgets to do his taxes? And oh, that's he has a great to plot. Oh, you haven't read comic number bank. 64? Where he goes... 60, it only took them 64 <laughs> issues. CPAs were a big there. issue back then. There were a lot of taxmen. And he has those like 50s glasses well, taxmen on. and taxmen. Yeah, Texman, Texman. So I know Jeff and Thayer, you guys are both big Call Me By Your Name fans. I am an yes. enormous. That's probably my favorite of the year. I'm an Elio. Wow. Eugene, have you seen this film? I, I have. I liked it a lot. Well, you, so all three of you guys, like, I haven't seen it. It blew my mind. It was great. And cool. then It blew me in many ways. Yeah. Same. Uh, okay. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, I, I can't see Disaster Artist winning. Probably not, yeah. It's I funny. I mean, he was going to get nominated until... For Best Actor, probably. Franco? not so great allegation. Yeah, interesting. Uh, I do think if they win, 
let Tommy Wiseau say something up there. I know, right? It's like, why did he just pull that guy aside? Like, that that was unseemly. I wanted to hear what he had to say. He's probably been so annoyed with him all night would be my thinking. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that guy's so annoying. Yeah, it must be tough. Yeah, we've been talking be for two hours. Yeah. Let's keep it going, huh? Uh, but, so, yeah. Any other thoughts from you guys? The best adapted screenplay? I haven't seen Molly's game. That's entertaining, but it's like, you know, Aaron Sorkin is exactly yeah. the kind of movie you would expect it to be. Yeah. Like I'm excited to see in circles it. around an office. Yeah. Walk, with walk and talk. Walk That's and talk. The entire movie. Yeah. And they're like, Molly, where's your game? It's like, oh, it's right there. Oh, it's right there. Oh, we passed it. We're going around. Oh. <laughs> but surprisingly gripping, even with that setup. Yeah. You know, Call Me By Your Name isn't like a movie where I'm like, the, like everything is good but the writing is the best part so i mean maybe maybe it won't win but it, mm-hmm. i think it's it's uh it's a great it's a great film. the I acting was yeah. unbelievable on that oh, yeah yes. my god what's what was that i was saying the acting and call me by your oh, name fantastic. unbelievable every character every that dad especially my god shamalama ding dong he timothy chalamet yeah yeah he nailed it i got it from that uh Thanks. i will say i cry through a lot of credits so i don't know why everybody's freaking out about that but hey doesn't like doesn't doesn't he cry during yes. the credits? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, he does. Uh, what's the your, movie is over. What's uh, your pick, EG? Uh Call Me by Your Name. Actually, I think that movie, out of all the nominees, has probably the best shot at winning this category because it is one of the most acclaimed films of the year and a lot of momentum behind it. It's a well-loved movie and it's uh, just something that people respond to. That's another sick pick from Eugene Swain. Sick, sick pick. Sick we'll be right back after this message. You've all heard of Stuff You Should Know and Stuff You Missed in History Class, but this new podcast is full of info that if you don't know already, you're a total idiot and your mommy really laid an egg raising you. With topics like how to drive a car, how to brush your teeth, and how to get money from the bank, you little idiot, there's a stuff your little mommy should have told you for every stupid little person out there. New episodes Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. The Wheel sliced bread microsoft zune every great idea starts with a problem warby parker's was simple glasses are too expensive they were amazed at how hard it was to find a great pair of frames that didn't leave our wallets bare well now warby parker's got a solution you guys ever uh, use warby parker i've bought several frames i love them you know what's cool about them there I do. That's why I bought them. What's cool about what do you what do you like about it? you like the uh, getting them in a box, trying them? Uh, on? They ship them right to you. Make the try on process very easy. And with every pair you buy, they donate uh, to uh, someone in need who does not have glasses. Love that. It's what, like Tom you, Shoes. You can feel very good about yourself. But they have great styles. Just We're gonna such have to a, edit out that Tom Shoes. Yeah, Cross promotion. Yeah. Uh, great styles. Just such a fantastic buying experience. It's awesome. Yep. Um, you know, I like what's cool. When I was a kid, you couldn't really do this as easily, but you can get prescription sunglasses through Warby Parker. Yeah, I also have a pair of those. So When you do that, where do you put your other glasses? Do you just uh, put them on my shirt collar? It's a cool look. Yep, it I is. I like that. And then, so you always got a pair of glasses, whether it's I'm sun rocking two at a time, maybe three if I'm feeling kooky. And I, I'm going to like, hey, if anyone see my glasses, they're on my head. I love that. I love when people do that. Warby Parker allows you to pick out five frames from their collection, and Warby Parker will ship their selection to you for free so that you can try them on in the comfort of your own home. To try on your glasses today, go to boardwalkaudio.com slash Warby. Warby Parker, Warby Parker, Warby Parker. It's hard to say. 
Welcome back to Eugene Sick Picks. Sick Picks. Hi, guys. Oh, is there another category for three billboards? Let's get, you know, we've talked about writing. We've talked about filming and the music behind the film. We've talked about cinema talk. How about... Documents. You know what? How about some acting? Best supporting actor. I'm going to read the name of i'm gonna read the name of the film and then uh eugene mm-hmm. you're gonna do your best impression of the person by saying their name in their voice in their voice you ready got it best supporting actor and the nominees are the florida for the florida project hey guys i'm willem dafoe <laughs> for three billboards outside ebbing missouri hey guys i'm woody harrison for the shape of water hey guys i'm richard jenkins for all the money in the world. Hey, what up, guys? I'm Christopher Plummer. Yeah, that one was good. good. Uh, Eugene's friend. Uh, for three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Oh, hey, guys. I'm Sam Rockwell. All right, I'm gonna need. We're gonna need to do that one again. <laughs> that one. That one wasn't convincing. It just wasn't there. It wasn't there. Oh, shit. Uh, can I say something? <laughs> Not a single woman in this category. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's messed up. That is one glass ceiling that has the not Academy been broken. sucks. Uh, that's a good joke. I like that. Uh, Eugene, you're buddies with Christopher Plummer, right? Uh, yeah, I uh, saw him once on the street, so I think it's fair to say that we're buddies now. Yep. Did you look fair point enough. at his butt and go, nice plumber's crack? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you guys think for this? Any any thoughts? Uh, I have not seen all of these, so I'm just going to sit. I, say, I love Sam Rockwell, though. Always. Always have. Yeah. See, that's a that's a problematic movie. We just said that, but I thought he was actually pretty good. He was good. good. He was, very he was good. good. Francis was very good. He should change his name to Sam Actwell, maybe. Yeah, because he doesn't. His band is very bad. I've seen it. Rock poor. Yeah. Um, act, yeah, I don't act have any. Good rock bad. Act good rock bad. How often do you guys think people are given these awards due to body of work over individual performance? I they're going to say body type, and I. I oh, baby. Um, uh, it's a, yeah, de- I think it's definitely a part of it. I mean, you build a rep, right? I mean, it's like mm-hmm. same in comedy. It's like once you've made it, you can make much less funny jokes, and people are like, "Haha, you're still funny." Whereas now, everyone thinks I suck. Also, there's something about like playing, like, like if Willem Dafoe plays something he's never played before, he's really demonstrating that he's at, he's working for you it. All that range, right? Whereas if if a newcomer comes out and he plays this crazy character, it's like, oh, is this just him? Which is still good, but what are, we're rewarding the work here. Yeah, how far it is from your show me. Yeah, show me your range. Right. Interesting. And call me by your name. Uh, Eugene, any thoughts on Best Supporting Actor? Uh, my prediction for this category, I think, is going to probably go to Sam Rockwell. Because he won the Golden Globe and he won the SAG Award. And that's usually a pretty good indicator. Um, even though actually Willem Dafoe, a lot of people are rooting for him. I think he has a shot still. But uh, I think the trend is such that i think sam rockwell is currently in the favor sam uh, once again if you get this wrong you will not be asked i back. will not be asked back. <laughs> sam rockwell so our sick pick sick pick sam rockwell best supporting actor all right uh you know let's have some gender parody here best supporting actress jeff uh how about the same premises for eugene you do your best uh imp- impression of these characters in their voice after i read the title all right so, Best Supporting Actress, and the nominees are for Mudbound, Mary G. Blige, <laughs> for I, Tanya, 
Allison Janney. <laughs> For Phantom Thread. Leslie Manville. For Ladybird. Lori Metcalf. For The Shape of Water. Octavia Spencer. So good. <laughs> Wait, is she in the room? I what? just really like that name of the British accent. Uh, but no, I can't think of what her voice sounds like. She stole that movie. She was great at that. She was very Octavia good. Spencer. Even though she kind of plays variations of the same character, not her fault. I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah she's amazing. The I, think it's the, I, I think agree. it's the director's. Uh, I would say I thought Allison Janney was unbelievable i like had hatred for her she really evoked an emotional reaction for me that's the one moving this category i haven't seen yet it's good I, well what the fuck are you doing on this podcast uh, eugene i told you to edit this part out uh i thought allison janney was amazing that would be my pick but uh besides that who would you pick i, I in fact i think allison janney has probably the best shot in this category but i would probably go that's a runner up, perhaps. Uh, Lori Madcalf. Like Lori Madcalf's performance. Very well liked as the mother. In I hope Lady she Bird. grows into Lori Metcalf. I like these puns doing these names. I think the audience loves it. Do you guys remember the Jackal? Alice and Janney's thing from the West Wing? You ever see this? No, I did no. not. Jackal was this like, uh, like hip hop esque uh, song from the 70s, maybe early 80s. And there's this huge buildup in a West Wing episode where they're like, she's going to do it. She's going to do the Jackal. And Anna, Alice and Janney's character does like this whole song. It's like sort of rap, but spoken verse thing. And they're all freaking out. Like, it's so good. It's very strange. She does an entire song. She does like a show. whole, it's like a poem-y song. It's, it's very this long is part in the, of the middle. Plot? This seems like a yeah. maybe you have to see it type of thing for me. It's very strange. It's but definitely <laughs> worth putting in those show notes. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. I will. I but this, is a movie, this is a movie pod, okay? You can keep television. But The West Wing was an interesting show because it kind of felt like it was bringing the big screen to the silver screen. The big screen is the little the silver, screen. The silver screen the silver is the big screen. Small screen, screen, isn't it? The, the big screen, silver is the screen, silver is the gold screen. screen, gold screen. Wait, the gold wait, screen. The black is, mirror. The, the black screen? mirror. The silver screen the silver is the big screen. screen. Okay, Robin Williams was in the mask. Yes, he was. So. Yes, he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going with Alice and Janney. Uh, I would go with Alice and Janney as the number one pick, but Laurie Metcalf possible upset. Okay, we're fucking three hours in. Let's keep it moving. Cough, cough. That's another sick pick from Eugene. Uh, That's an SP. You know what? I'm a big effects guy. Best visual effects. Um, I'll describe them to you when you... <laughs> sounds great, yeah. yeah. Uh, great. Best visual effects, and the nominees are Blade Runner 2049. Ship Ships, Neon, and Sand. Guardians of the Galaxy. 18 nominations. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. More ships, less neon, but more sand. Kong, Skull Island. All sand. Star Wars, The Last Jedi. <laughs> Surprisingly, more sand. <laughs> sand filled ships. War for the Planet of the Apes. This is the sandiest category. Can I say that? Sand. I will say, Star Wars, The Last Jedi, that red sand fight at that the end. Cool. That was pretty One cool. One of the best visuals of Star Sorry, Wars. Sorry, spoilers. Just incredible. Red yeah, yeah. Red, there's, there, red there's red stuff, yes. Re- very much enjoyed The Last Jedi. What do you guys think? Didn't see, um, didn't see it. Didn't see it. Didn't see it. Didn't see it. Really? You didn't see it either. Thing? No, I saw it. Oh, okay. I saw it multiple times. But you're not a fan. Uh, I gotta say, enjoyed it, but I'm not gonna fall in love with it. Too much comedy and not in a funny way. So, oh, so you're like one of too podcast. much comedy. You're in that group because I know there's a group yeah, that's pretty vocal I'm in this about group. that. Yeah, too much comedy. It was just like, do you feel oh, the this same? is a very serious moment and like this could actually have stakes and it's like here we go and then it's like, oh. Uh, 
I just farted intergalactically. Woo-hoo. Remember that line? I don't remember that line. Well, I'm going to do a different movie. You're probably in the bathroom when no. Yeah, I might have gone to gone you on do. a break. The take the take that I'm trying to drive home and I didn't see it is is kind of they kind of feel like kids movies, right? The Star Wars are pretty much kids. They are movies. kids movies. Oh, so there's this switchiness that I just it's like wink wink to the camera. There's too much of that. Plus mm-hmm. everything that happened on Casino Island can just oh i loved it suck a fat one that's insane it's you need a, to go home. you need to leave this podcast did you like uh, that sucked okay. that was he awful. is home that was okay good yeah. <laughs> well you can stay but that sucked did you like return of the jedi uh yeah love that's cool i get down with that i Absolutely. thought the tone was very similar oddly you would think it, the tone would be more like empire strikes, empire strikes back, back right which it kind of was and the structure was a little bit of like inverted empire strikes back but the tone yeah the like jokiness was more like return of the jedi Ewoks, Porgs. Exactly. Pretty much the same. Little birds. Uh, Those are my Star Wars thoughts. Uh, As far as visual effects go, yeah, Star Wars, great. Probably not going to win, though, huh? Probably not going to win. Yeah, I think it's actually going to be Blade Runner. Yes, give it up. I think so. A lot of love for this movie in terms of the visual. And only 18 women have seen (laughs) Blade Runner since the beginning of time. Is that correct? And it's wrong. (laughs) And that's not okay. But you know, history we moves slowly. Help them get to the theater. Help them get to the theater. So we're going with Blade Runner twenty forty. I will be offering women. I will. I, I'll say this right now because I'm. I, I want to make a difference. Is that the end of the statement? I will be offering women. <laughs> I want to make a difference out here, right? And I'm saying this now to the convince me audience. If you're a woman and you need to get to the theater to see Blade Runner twenty forty nine, you call me up. I I'll sign up for a lift. You can enter my lift code. <laughs> they have to I'll pay g- you. I'll give you a free ride, but a tip would be nice. <laughs> and we'll take you from anywhere in the East Hollywood area to the Vista Theater to see. They, it's not there. It's not there anymore. It's not there. It's Phantom Thread, actually. Do you know it's probably in Glendale? I, you know, never mind. <laughs> yeah, that offer far. has You know, been I'm going to end the ride somewhere. early for you. Love when they do that. It doesn't matter. Uh, all right, Blade Runner. I agree. I agree. Yeah, great. All right, so we're uh, now an hour for what is usually an hour podcast. Let's I feel a sneeze coming on because that was another... Sick pick. Uh, best actor. Whoa, big. Here we go. Here big we league go. now. Big league. Let's do it. Uh, uh, there's not a lot of women in this category. Damn it, dude. I was going to make that joke again. Jeff, would you mind uh, reading the name of each nominee? And yeah, I will and read the away. title um, All right. as, as a line from that movie. So best actor and the nominees are. Call me by your name. Oh, okay. Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm I mean, sorry. Yes. Uh, you'll read the name of the actor, and I'll read as if it's a line from that movie. Damn it. Uh, and the nominees are... Timothy Chalamet. Call me by your name. Daniel Day-Lewis. Phantom Thread. Daniel Kaluuya. Get out. Gary Oldman. Darkest Hour. Denzel Washington. Roman J. Israel Esquire. Is it Esk? Or esk. do you say Esquire? It's, it's pronounced Esk. esk. It's esk. Let me ask you a question. Uh, what do you guys think? Amazing. Daniel D. Lewis is always a threat. He's unbelievable. He was amazing. Uh, I'd mean, give my left foot to have his acting skills. I've just heard everyone say Oldman is a shoe in That's just kind of what's going around on it. Who says that's the NPR. common consensus? Yeah. Yeah. I did not find his performance riveting. Rivet? Was it? I was like impressed with the makeup. You know, I just don't. I don't know, man. I'm a big Oldman fan. Long time. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Youngman to Oldman, but uh, you know, I don't know. Daniel Day, Chamolet. I'll nominate Chamolet for hair. I wish I had the most. Oh, for sure. Oh my God, curls like you wouldn't believe. So thick. What's what shampoo do you think he's using? Dove. I As feel far, like it's organic. I feel like for who should win, Daniel Kaluuya. Oh man, he's pretty great in that. That's a gripping performance. That's great. Uh, uh, I don't know. Really? It's hard. It's hard. Do you not yeah. love Get Out? Oh, I love the movie. I don't think he sold it for me. Oh, he sold it for me. It's he, hard because that so movie is so weird. I think you're not like like the. It's hard. It's hard to compare a performance in that movie to a performance in just like <laughs> a movie. It's a, it's a, a somewhat of a futile exercise in general, right? Like best actors kind of stupid. Yes. Right. Some years it's like clear there's a runaway, but a lot of times it's like, yeah, you're comparing. That's like saying best song, anything, I mean, any kind this of whole thing comparing a little art. Little yeah. bit, but it's all yeah. a silly thing. But, but well, it looks like you t- won't be coming back next year because like, all these <laughs> yeah, awards, awards are stupid. Been, so. Really opened our eyes, didn't it? <laughs> but I think Kaluuya is I think a it's, surprise ending to this whole podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's hard for him to stand out in that movie yes. because he because it, it is sort of like a it's an ensemble. Yeah, and it's like an allegory, so every, everyone's acting in service of the of his experience. plot. So, sorry? I, I think everyone's like acting in service of his experience, right? Because I, I, I think he carried the movie. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. though it is an ensemble really? piece. No, that's a, that's a good point. I, I don't think point. it's an ensemble piece. I, I, don't, I disagree. I thought the family was so well cast, and then he was so good in contrast to that. Just like this yeah. suburban white family that was like so white in so many ways that like they nailed that what that culture is and then him in contrast to that so i don't know i just feel like both of them really had a nice setup hmm. Hmm. and not a single woman in this category can we talk about that i'm just so glad that marmy wasn't nominated for anything that would have been Marmy. oh allison what's allison her name williams Williams. her yeah. dad would say I she, was, she was great in that because her dad's a big <laughs> liar oh, sick joke sick joke um i love talking down to people <laughs> Makes me feel good. I thought she was really good on that. My favorite performance of hers, though, of course, Robin. Nightly News. Well, no, we're not Robin. Peter, Peter Pan. Pan. Peter Pan. Yeah. Robin Pan. Best Robin Pan. Actress for that. Oh, oh Peter yeah. Pan's brother. That's a fun sketch. Uh, what's our pick? I'm what going Daniel think? Day. What do you think? Uh, I think it's going to be Gary Oldman. It's not necessarily my preference, but I think Gary Oldman. Who do you think should win? I'm going Shamalay. Shamalan uh, is pretty darn good. Yeah, he's pretty great in that. Yeah, and I would say Denzel Washington. That movie, Roman J. Israel. People have, have seen it. People have forgot it. about that movie. Mm-hmm. Was not well reviewed. Uh, didn't do very well at the box office. It's a pretty interesting film, and he was great in it. I was actually pleasantly surprised that he got nominated. He's an actor who can often like his performance can outshine the film. Yeah, itself. elevates the movie. One can argue. Elephants the movie. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, we. Ha- we uh, Something about sickness. That was another sick pick from Eugene Swen. Uh, now we're on to best actress. Um, you know what? As a team, let's all read these together because I just feel like let's let's get into it, right? Let's take one word at a time and go around. All right. Uh, and the nominees are uh, post. <laughs> are we looking at this? What happened? Funny because it's what funny happened? because people w- wouldn't get that if they aren't looking at. The sheet. The sheet. I'm not sure I got it. All right, I'll start. Sally Hawkins. The shape of water. Francis McDormand. Three billboards outside. Abin. The post. (laughs) Missouri. Your home state. Margot Robbie. I tell you. Oh, that's my bad. Oh man. Uh, Sir. (laughs) Sir 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 Sir
Lady? Ronan. Social Roman, J. Israel Esquire. Uh, bird. Oh, God. This is so confusing. Wow, this has gone surprisingly <laughs> I'm sure it's really fun to listen to, though. Yeah. <laughs> Am I doing uh, Meryl? The Post. Streep. Uh, <laughs> the Post. Marilyn quotes The Post. Streep. So I'm thinking... That's her middle name. Uh, Frances McDormand has a good shot. She yes. has a good shot for sure. This is a strong, it's a strong, strong field, field mm. right here. I'll say Streep, even though she, of course, she could act as the poop emoji and make the emoji movie an Oscar-nominated film. But like, she's amazing. But yeah. I just feel like she's won so many times, and it was kind of a surprise win not too long ago. So for that, uh, Iron Lady, yeah, for Iron the, Lady, the Margaret yeah. Thatcher film. I, I really Margot, enjoyed the post. Post is I, great. I really enjoyed hated it. Hated it. So you hated, hated the post? I've seen that movie a thousand times. You can't give the source. Oh my God, is he going to give the source? He gave the source and it published. And you know what? what? They should have called it the source. I was, it was just like an old person's movie. It was a fine movie. How is it? Fine it movie. What do you mean by it's an old person's movie? Because it's, it's like about the, events of the past? Uh, I mean, that certainly will play to that. I just feel like it's very safe. It's just like nothing you just like have seen you know what's going to happen in this story like we've all seen it i think it's a very important political event don't get me wrong and mm-hmm. needs to be talked about well we all know you're on the side of nixon but that might be part right. of it. that might be part of it but i'm, I'm sure you're nixon not uh crook. it did it did verge on the it's it was it was it was verging on like reenactment film it was i mean i i, I can see what they're there and i debated it because we saw it together and i i liked him more than he did but over time i've been like yeah it's i mean it's kind of entertaining but it's kind nothing really special but that was a little slow too. And it, it was, was incredible it was a rush job because like St- spielberg was like trump's elected i want to make a movie that kind of like addresses all of these issues yeah, it was and like he here i'll it. take tom hanks meryl streep an yeah. important political event you got yourself an oscar nominated film this, and you made this it formula's in nine there months formulas yeah, there. nine months from beginning to end and co- it's incredible it's gonna be an yeah. extremely controversial statement i think it's a great film i think spielberg is often taken for granted because yeah. it's been so good for so long mm-hmm. and this movie i think is probably too slick for his own good it is such a wild oil machine but yeah. Yeah. I, I a single was... et performance uh, appearance or performance oh you didn't look closely enough the post. now that would have been something i watched uh, i also didn't think tom hanks is very good in that movie really yep what did you not I like agree. about it? Tom Hanks thinks you're not very good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Fair oh, enough. Oh, Always oh, performance. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, I would say best best since um, Bridge of Spies for Spielberg. Um, <laughs> this is last. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was. Wasn't there a movie in between? BFG. Yeah, BFG. I am yeah. excited about Big. Ready Player One, though. BFG, I'm so, on board for anyone that hates that movie because I couldn't make it through it. Mm-hmm. I got halfway. Not one of his best films. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love Spielberg, though. Um, controversial opinion. You know, he's no. a great filmmaker. That's all I got to say. Jaws was very good. Not on this list, unfortunately. Would Over, have been overworked. So I really who, thought it would have been cooler if it was like a semi-truck, though, instead of a shark. Who's your pick? My pick uh, for Bass Action, I think it's going to be Francis McDormand. <laughs> uh, Sucho Ronan, I think, has a very good chance as well. But I think you know, Golden Globe, Zach, these are all traditional you know, indicators of the results for the yeah. Academy Awards. So Francis McDormand probably... <laughs> She's good. I didn't care for the movie. We talked yeah, about she that. Holds it up. She was holds it up. Saoirse Ronan, was she the youngest yeah. person ever to get an Oscar? No, it's Shirley uh, Temple. Uh, Oscar nomination or no? Maybe in Shirley, this field. Shirley Temple was, Temple was oh, okay. like 10 years old, I think. Maybe in this field, but like in the past, there she have, was been, very young. There have been yeah. younger people who have nominated for supporting No, actors. not no, this year. Well, no, because I when think she the, was like 12 or 11. I think oh, when she, oh, yeah, yeah, for Atonement. Right. The yeah. guy in Blade oh, Runner 2049 was 18 when he... It's funny that 18 has now become a kind of a, a, a joke for us, which is good, which is good. Yeah, uh, I feel 
totally in on that joke. Yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. But eighteen I... years ago was nineteen ninety nine, which was the uh, last time a woman was alive in nineteen ninety nine. Eighteen years has been. <laughs> I think your math might be a little off. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I thought it was a different year. It was so easy to go back to two thousand. Anyway, uh, we're recording this in twenty. <laughs> um, so S- Francis McDormand, another. Sick pick. Really think every time that everybody's going to get on uh, with me, uh, but it doesn't happen. You know, some people say this is the highlight. Best director. Uh, director. How about I'm going to say uh, the name of the film, and I'll say cut the way they do it. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Um, best director. The nominees are Christopher Nolan. Woo for Dunkirk. Cut. It'd be fun if you did Guillermo del Toro's in Spanish. J- Jordan Peele for Get Out. Le Cut. He's French, right? <laughs> yeah, Peele is French. Yeah. Pretty sure. Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird. Cut. Paul Thomas Anderson for Phantom Thread. Cut. Guillermo del Toro, The Shape of Water. Be fun if you did Spanish. You know he speaks Spanish, thing. Corte. <laughs> Corte. <laughs> uh, that's just like I mean, Corta. that's how he does it. Even though he, it's, this is an English production, uh, he, he did. He, it he does was that. very confusing on set. It is yeah. very confusing on set. He directs in Spanish. <laughs> Trivia. <laughs> very strange. Yep. Um, I really thought after seeing Get Out that nothing would possibly sway me from thinking that was Best Picture or uh, Best Director, but Shape Shape of Water. Very Ooh. well directed. I thought Dunkirk was amazing too. This is another strong category. Mm-hmm. Nolan's first nomination as best director, but really, not, he's never. That's incredible. That's incredible. It's that's, pretty because wow. he's unbelievable. He's got yeah. some of my favorite flicks of all time. Following is that one of your favorites? Uh, it follows. I'm going to go and call this a director's year. <laughs> okay. One can argue that okay. uh, film is a director's medium. Yes, I would say <laughs> if, we t- if you took out. Um, Special effects or visual effects. I think Greta Gerwig uh, has a better shot. But people, I think people tend to view directing, maybe this is outside of the film industry, but people tend to view directing as like um, a lot of sweeping vistas or like interesting camera choices Mm -hmm. as opposed to like getting cool performances out of actors. Mm -hmm. And in the latter, I think Greta Gerwig. And Jordan Peele have it locked down. Yeah, Lady Bird's, I mean, it's it's easy to underestimate the direction of that movie, but it's a beautifully directed film. So the, well the performances are beautifully calibrated. You the never pacing, notice the, the camera, which is very cool. It feels very immers- immersive. Doesn't draw attention to itself. Yeah. Didn't yeah. see a single boom in any of the shots. <laughs> it was Almost good. competent. I mean, that's a sound mixing award, if you ask me. That's <laughs> Sorry, great. I'm jumping the gun. That's my, one of my personal We're favorites. saving that for the last. <laughs> very last. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, think, I think I'm pulling for Jordan Peele, though. He has a shot. Uh, I think it's probably going to be Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Again, he's yeah. been winning everything, and the yeah. movie has the most nominations. Yeah. He has 13 nominations. He won DGA. He won the he Globe. He won DGA. He won Golden Globe. Everyone loves him. He's a lovable yeah. geek. He's such an yeah. interesting dude. He's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. And what a dweeb. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's the year of the nerd. I, I look at him. I just want to give him a noogie. It's time for nerds to have their day. We all have been thinking about... I'm going to nominate this year. You're the nerds. You know what? I think when I was in high school, everybody was like, nerds are bad. But now nerds are cool. Okay. Think about it. made a comeback. For sure. Uh, I was going to say, Nolan, again, first first time nominee, I... I almost wish he could win, even though Dunker is not my favorite film. I just feel like he's been so good for so long. He should win for all his stuff. I think Nolan, you know, 
little not a, no not enough nerd for me. He's a pretty a little, cool guy. A little too slick. Too a little cool. too slick. A little guy's too got cool. a varsity jacket on. Yeah, he seems like Always. he could. Uh, you know, I see him whenever he film when he's done filming, he throws the camera and yells touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Guillermo del Toro, another sick pick. pick. Sick pick. Oh, thanks, guys. Uh, you know what? Let's throw in one more before best picture, best animated feature. This is Coco. One, uh, Coco. Yeah, Coco. Mm-hmm. Coco. Uh, Ferdinand, are you kidding me? <laughs> Uh, Funniest movie ever. The nominees are Boss Baby, The Breadwinner, Coco, Ferdinand, and Loving Vincent. Any opinions besides the ones you already said? Um, Ferdinand, Dark Bull. I didn't see any of the other ones, but Coco was astounding. It's very visually pleasing. My uh, uh, one opinion is how is Boss Baby on this list? That's insane. Yeah, I just it's just it was either yeah it was either that or it would be emoji movies. Yeah, Yeah, they just don't have enough animated features this year. I write a lot for animation. Just putting that out there to the nerdy directors. Uh, If you're you're listening, I want to check something out. Okay. Yeah, we we are the seminal Oscar. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Okay, so Coco. Coco, Coco is it? There, this is probably as safe at a category as safe a category as there is. Mm-hmm. Well, that it's, sounds it's like a Coco. healthy pick. And for best picture, <laughs> uh, healthy pick. <laughs> what we're gonna do for this? What we're gonna do for this is we're gonna go around the circle. I'm gonna read the name of each movie, and uh, uh, we'll have some dialogue from that movie. So, best picture, and the nominees are. Call me by your name. Hello. Hi. Uh, is this me by your name? And darkest hour. <laughs> Hello. Hey, could you turn the lights on? Dunkirk. Like... <laughs> hello. Uh, hello. Uh, may I speak with uh, Mr. Don, please? Kirk. That's it. Get out. Okay. Enough calls. <laughs> <laughs> Ladybird. Okay. Enough bird shit. Phantom thread. Whew. Let me get to my mending here. <laughs> Needle dick. Needle dick. The post. This paper's going under. The shape of water. Mmm. Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. One. Two? Uh, two. Where's the... Is this one of those pranks? There's, I see a four. I don't see a third one. Oh, wait. Uh, let me clear my glasses. There it is. And there's a racist cop next to it. <laughs> Crash. <laughs> um, uh, racist cop. Some of those were monologues because there was only one line. Hey, that's true. Guys, what do you think? Best picture. We like a short form improv. I think Darkest Hour is the longest shot. Call Me by Your Name was my personal favorite. Uh, So that's what you want to win. I would love for that to win. Uh, I actually really enjoyed Dunkirk. I don't think it'll win, though. Probably not, unfortunately. Uh, Lady Bird, I think Shape of Water is probably going to win, which I don't know, man. I liked it. Yeah, did you like the film? I liked it. I know a lot of people who hated it. Shape of Water? Yep. Wow. Who? Um,. Do you know? Do you know why? <laughs> yeah, what's the it's main such a charming. It is very charming, but I feel are like they they're Philistines. Uh, yeah, they're all pretty, pretty Phil, Philistines. Uh, I would say it's like a lot of cliche, and I think a lot of people didn't like the reaction to 
the relationship that uh, French or sorry Sally Hawkins had with this monster. Just like people weren't reacting well. You mean and people it just, thought it was gross or no? Not necessarily. I just think it wasn't like there's a lot of uh, kind of catch up you're playing as the audience. There were no real background of the characters. You're just kind of thrown into this world that is weird without explanation. Uh, and then people it's who like, don't like Romeo and Juliet exactly. And then you're just like reacting to it without really. It's just like kind of cliche reactions. It's mm. just like you have hard general boss who's like, no, no, no. And it's like, it was a good performance of that. But, you know, how do you get it? I, w- I thought it was charming and uh, entertaining, but I know a lot of people who are just like, well, I'm not getting this movie. So it's I'm, inter- I just like to vouch for them. It's interesting because it's clearly meant to be a, you know, a fairy tale, but I would totally agree that, I mean, the central romance, which is the heart of the movie between Sally Hawkins mm-hmm. and the Beast or, you know, the Aquaman, whatever you want to call him. Uh, like you just kind of take it for granted. There's really not much in that relationship. Yeah, like yeah. from the get go, right? You're there. You're they're there. instantly attracted yeah. to each other for some reason. There yeah. can't be a ton like with the level of communication they have, right? I mean, communication. Uh, he doesn't. Well, like they can't communicate very oh, well. That's so, true. So, like, how much can you have? It's very love at first sight. It it is very, which is pretty unhealthy and a sign of love addiction. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, she's a little psychological insight from therapist. Should see a uh, Jeff's therapist. Mm. Yeah, um, I'm Jeff. Sir. <laughs> quick question, <laughs> big reveal. Uh, quick question about the shape of water. Do you guys think she was a mer person, or was she? Did he create those gills at the end? Well, spoiler alert, I guess. Yeah, well, uh, this whole thing's a spoiler. Spoiler alert, alert is usually done before the reveal, but, but that's okay. <laughs> Retroactive. False alarm uh, at Hawaii. Have you seen it, Jeff? I've not. Sorry, seen buddy. It yet, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I, uh, I figure no, it's, I uh, it's not. Like a twisty movie, you know. It's not. It's not a twisty. Uh, we've given away everything that happens <laughs> at this point. Eh, more or less. More yeah. or less. I know they fall in love. I mean, and there's yeah, water. I know he's movie. a water beast. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think? Do you think uh, she- no, I did not think she was. So you think he created like those gills at the end, right? Uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think so because yeah, he's this supposed too. to be this magical. Yeah, he absolutely. Did. That was not even that was wasn't a question for me. You know, no. I mean, and I'm a be. movie he's buff. A I'm a movie buff. He is like an adult ETing somewhere, right? Yes, absolutely. Healing that power. movie was very much like ET. I th- I was reminded of ET several times. Yeah, um, that was a big spoiler. Sorry for those who haven't seen it. There's yeah. If you're listening to an Oscar picks podcast, I think it's a little bit of a given. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, any other any picks? Do you guys think my pick that I would like to see win is Get Out? Okay. Yeah, I would be pretty uh, happily surprised. If Get Out or Call Me by Your Name won, and but yeah. I think Shape of Water probably sounds like Shape no. of Water, yeah. but yeah, but it would be pretty cool if either of those won. It would be for very different reasons. I would say there's several I haven't seen, but I would be very surprised if Darkest Hour won. If if any points. movie is bound to lose this category, yeah. it's Darkest definitely Hour. Darkest Hour. It's I think it's I think with Call Me by Your Name, the issue is that not enough people saw it. Mm-hmm. Probably it just doesn't like, like Moonlight last gonna, year. Yeah, but I think more people saw Moonlight. I feel like Calling by Your Name didn't. It was very. Slow. I don't know how their screener game is. If they really slow. got screeners out hard, they could do well. Because yeah. Moonlight also had the advantage of being you know, of the moment. Yeah, right. it's yes. about the afternoon. Very much. Yeah. Yes. Very but if much. you, if you, I feel like there's something I I don't know a lot about film or the Oscars. Are you in not general. a movie buff? Not a movie buff. Not a cellulose cellulose kid. Not a Oof. celluloid purist. Not a cinematog. I feel like when you when a when a movie gets awarded best picture in the Oscars and nobody's seen it, I think they try to probably try to avoid that. Doesn't make a sound because like it doesn't like with the audience that's watching the Oscars. They're like, what? Like I didn't see this movie. I'm mad. I think they probably like even if all the critics saw it. I feel like 
the Academy probably wants to award things that. No, it's not. I okay, disagree. That's, that's totally wrong. I okay, completely that's disagree. <laughs> I completely disagree. I don't. I disagree. think that is totally wrong because I think it's just whatever people like and they feel like they should vote I on. I feel like it is a critics. It's not like the Nick Choice Awards. Otherwise, Jumanji would take like nine <laughs> out of the ten of these. It's like people have need to see it. Like no way, dude. Well, it's the right. Balance. Well, Golden Globes the is right the balance. critics. Is the foreign. Yes. Hollywood Foreign Press. Yes. This is, I mean, there's actors in this, in the yep. Academy. Editors, there's, there's tons the of people. Technicians. And they don't have, like, usually the thoughts of what people want to win as their criteria. It's like, that being said, they Jumanji might... almost made it as a <laughs> I really enjoyed Jumanji, by the way. I thought it was incredible. I, I haven't seen it. It's, is it good? It's very good. It's like, isn't it the exact good. plot of Call Me By Your Name? <laughs> With <laughs> The Rock and, and Kevin Hart? And both feature The Rock. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, every movie should feature The Rock. Eugene, what's your pick? Uh, for I, what you think will win? Uh, I think Shape of Water has all the momentum at the moment. I would be pleasantly surprised if anything else wins. Yes, I, I wouldn't mind. It's Shape of Water is not my no favorite bad film nominees of the year. this year. Yeah, no bad nominees. I would say uh, Shape of Water is not my favorite film of the year, but it's a very charming, immensely likable film. What's I, your favorite film of the year? Uh, my favorite. Film, I actually on this list, I would probably say Lady Bird. If I had to Lady pick Bird one, is great. It's great. It's, great. Yeah. it's, it's uh, made me cry twice. Twice. Yeah. Oh. Wow, I cry a lot of movies. Uh, <laughs> uh, c- can I see uh, your therapist, Jeff? I, I think it's a good thing if you're crying a lot of movies. Okay, it's uh, bad if you're sitting there and you're like thinking about popcorn. things that stress you out or you're not, you know, present. I think it's good that you're being present. Oh, you're by the way, Jeff, I'm going on a trip for six months. So I'll catch you when I'm back. Skype sesh. <laughs> yeah, Skype sesh. Please don't go. What would your pick be, Ben? Uh, oh, Get Out is what I would love to win. Uh, I thought it was the best movie on here. Uh, but Shape of Water is incredible as well. I think that's very well deserved. And it is a little bit of an award for Guillermo's. Yeah, exactly. Everyone likes him. He's never yeah. won. He's been consistently good. And he's Corte. an adorable guy. It would be very annoying if Three Billboards won. And also would make me look even worse in front of all the people that I've No, it's funny because if one movie... To these are all good movies, but if one pig would sort of upset me it would probably be three billboards actually yeah. I, yeah. I would not be so happy that would, i would take it's not a best three picture billboards category. saying how upset i am about it high five high that's five. very meta i uh i is the first one <laughs> next billboard am last one upset <laughs> that's all of them uh <laughs> one last question while we're in the the uh, academy awards guys any big snubs for anything this year i will say for me like a batman movie Oh, Lego Batman! Incredible! Lego so Batman. funny. Was that this year? It's oh, one that's of the right. F- yes, it was this yeah. year. Boss Baby uh, Peter. Oh, huh? I have yeah. never laughed so hard at it. I, w- I love Lego Batman. It's that so funny. The first twenty minutes so are funny. just like the funniest movie you've ever so seen. So funny. Also, I and love the, the whole plot. thing is funny. I the love plot's the great. plot. Ugh. It's well done. It's uh, one of. I think it's the third best Batman movie that's ever been made. We got Batman Returns, number one with a bullet. Right, guys? Batman Returns, the one with uh, the Catwoman. That one. Yeah. Wow. Tim Burton's. Tim Burton's. Yeah. The second one. This okay. is insane. Batman Returns Sanity. number one. This is absolute insane. Uh, what's the second Nolan one? Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Dark Knight is number two. I, and Lego Batman's number three. Number four, Batman. I think the big we sick. We have different tastes in movies. I, I would kind of wish the big sick got in the best picture. That would have been great. I think it's. I think it was just. It getting so, nominated at all is kind that of a that triumph. That stuff doesn't get. I would like to see Ray Romano. It's too funny. Yeah. No, speak of. Uh, I'd like to see Ray Romano. Exactly. He was fantastic. He was really good. He was Holly, Holly Hunter too. She was great. She was yeah. great. Those were snobs, if anything. Kumail's great in the movie. Kumail's very good. Uh, so that was our sick pick. Sick pick. Pig. Dun dun. Six uh, thank you so much, Eugene. Uh, you did thank a great you. job. Uh, I'm 100%. Assuming it's 100% again. It's going to be 100%. Don't check the result, but it's going to be 100%. Just mm. trust me. <clears throat> uh, 
Now for another segment. When it comes to film, originality is overrated. What keeps us coming back to the cinemas is the warm, nostalgic glow of rehashing the classics of yesteryear. It's time for Recast a Reboot! We will go through a few classic films and decide who should be in it now. So uh, we'll go around the horn and we'll talk about who, who do you think should replace these people. First up, it's It's a Wonderful Life. Now, starring in It's a Wonderful Life was Jimmy Stewart. Who do you guys think should play that Jimmy Stewart role? The Rock. Ooh, into it. He's got the range. And Kevin Hart, though. It's a package deal. Kevin Hart is the Faye Dunaway. Yep. Uh, yeah, Jimmy Stewart, Faye Dunaway. Any any other thoughts? Jim, Jimmy, sorry. Kevin Hart is the Faye Dunaway. Yeah, that's yeah. what... Okay, cool, cool, cool. I was thinking Jimmy Stewart is the Faye Dunaway. <laughs> Recast, yeah. yeah. Jimmy Stewart now. His trickle course. down. <laughs> trickle down system. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Great. Okay. Uh, <laughs> any other thoughts about that? Uh, I could see, like, um... The Faye Dunaway role, I could see maybe an Allison Brie. Mm. Oh, that's a good, that's a good casting. I was thinking Jim Carrey as Faye Dunaway. He, yeah, he can do anything. So <laughs> as why Jimmy not? Stewart, yeah, he's it's very similar to like Truman yeah, Show. That is a good. That's a good. It's a good casting. He's a little too, you know. Uh, After he lost that role, Robin Williams. Well, he's mask. always been he's looking for work. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> a little unpredictable at the moment. You know. Who My knows? other thought would be, uh, I just lost his name, but from uh, Fresh Off the Boat, Randall Park. Randall Park. Randall Park. So Randall Park. Yeah. Oh, he's for the, the Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. I think he'd be so good. He's a, he has a uh, inherent likability to him. Yeah, and that's a, that's as far as like he's very funny. Yes. He Do you guys remember when? Jim Carrey was poking his finger out of that fake rhino's butt. Uh, next up is Princess... One of the best sequels <laughs> yeah, ever made. Just incredible. Um, uh, Princess Bride. Ooh. Carrie Elwes. I don't think this... I don't think we should touch this. We shouldn't touch any of these. <laughs> That's kind of... Yeah. These are all awful to be rebooted. Uh, a real rumor is that Mrs. Doubtfire is getting rebooted. That's true. No way. Kevin, true. Kevin That's going to suck. Oh, yeah. I love That's that. That's not a joke. I really hate is. that. I hate yeah. that. I really yeah. hate that. Uh, but Jim Carrey was very good in the original. Yeah, he, that's, <laughs> that's good. He nailed it. And he's he like, it. somebody dress me in women's clothes. <laughs> it's a classic. Uh, Andre the Giant would be the rock, for sure, yeah, in Princess Bride, would, right? That actually would. Uh, what well, else do you guys like, think? There's Robin Wright, is in that movie. That's right. Uh, Mandy Patinkin. Do we say Jim Carrey? I don't know <laughs> actors. But I, don't, I'm not great I thought actors. this would be uh, a lot easier Robin than it is. It's pretty hard. Right. Uh, how old was she at the time? Must be in her twenties. Yeah, 20s. she's very looks very young in the movie. Because it could be an Emma Stone or Ooh, Emma Stone or will Brie be good. Larson, maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, Brie Larson. Larson's a good one. Aubrey uh, Larson. Let's go to uh, my favorite script of all time: Groundhog Day. Ooh, Bill Murray and Andy McDowell. Oh boy, I l- that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Who replaces yeah. Bill? That Murray? movie is a masterpiece. Yeah, yeah. Murray's got the Murray magic. You know? who, yeah, who? Yeah, I mean, among the younger actors, like who would most? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the same. Who uh, most closely? No. <laughs> <laughs> just Another day. <laughs> um, uh, Joel McHale. Joel McHale. Oh, oh. that's no? the worst cast I've Sorry. ever. <laughs> I'll do respect. That makes me sick. I'll do respect. He cannot. No way. That's disgusting. I hope you. I hope you take a shower. Have you guys this. seen a futile and stupid gesture? Gesture. 
No. No. Very good. David Wayne's new movie. Uh, yeah, Joel McHale, McHale plays Chevy Chase in it. Interesting. Huh. Really? Yeah. Okay. And he's spot on Chevy Chase, I think. I could see that because he has he's that. He's not doing of... an impression, but yeah. But he has that like smog, like. Cynical, and they're friends, so it makes like, sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bill Murray, Bill Hader. Oh, love Bill Hader for that one. You can do that. That's right? a good one. Yeah. That's not bad. Oh, that's a really good casting. I like that a lot. Yeah, because he he's capable of being pretty uh-huh. sinister and and you know doing a whole range of emotion. From I'm not excited for his HBO show though. Can I just take a quick? Really? Sec? I'm into it. I'm just like, why? Why is everyone have to be What's a stand-up HBO or an show? actor? It's called Barry. I thought he was about, a private investigator. He's like, like a hitman who's be, who wants to get in, who become decides he's like passionate about acting. Oh, it's just like you know. Let's make let's make let's focus on some different subjects. I agree. There's on, a lot. There's a lot shows. of that right yeah. now. There's a lot. What about for the Bill Murray role, uh, Melissa McCarthy? I would. She see can open a movie. Oh, yeah. she I would see her in anything. Yeah, she's amazing. All right, that yeah, was. She really, she really <laughs> can do. She can a do lot. all kinds yeah. of stuff. That was recast or reboot. So successful of <laughs> segment. Fast um, This uh, final segment Coming is called neighbor, plugs. Coming yeah. right? <laughs> theater near you. Oh, very funny. Uh, guys, check us out boardwalkaudio.com slash convince me. Click on support our artists. Uh, you can email us at convince me podcast at gmail.com or add us on Twitter. Convince me pod. I'm at Ben Castle on Twitter. There anything? Uh, you can catch me playing Rocket League online. Uh, you can come look me up, and I will play Rocket League with you. What's your handle? There. <laughs> uh, Jeff? It's funny. That's exactly what I was going to say. Uh, actually, I am interested in... I'm trying to round up everybody who plays Rocket League and start a network of individuals. If you play Rocket League, hit me up. Just DM me. Honestly, call me. I'll, I'll play you. give. I will. I'm I'll so passionate you. about Rocket League right I now. I love this fucking game. I'm yeah. obsessed. And yeah. ben, should have won best pictures. Should have won best pictures. It's, it's fun. I like Rocket League. Yeah, Do you have I, don't, it? I haven't played the new one. There's so, a new, wait. There's an old. There's one. a bunch of Rocket Leagues. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Eugene. Anything you want to plug? Any anywhere people can find you? Uh, you can find me procrastinating at uh, Phil's Coffee in Pasadena. Yeah. Nice. Uh, most weekdays. Uh, you come up to Pasadena most weekdays. Uh, nowadays, I come here pretty wow. often. We should hang wow. out. Yeah, that's I, I uh, a big from shame. Yeah. Big shame. Yeah. The big shame, my next movie. Um, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Eugene Slim. U-G-N-E-S-U-E-N. That's how you spell it. Check out uh, Almond Tree Films. Check Eugene's a producer Films, over there. Our improv team, Belly Belly. We've been going around indie shows. Check that out. Do you out. guys have any social media presence? Belly Belly? Oh, I, we, that's a good question. I, I, I bet you wouldn't know, though, if you did. Touche. Yeah. Belly Belly. Check them out on stage around Los Angeles. And next time you want to hear something wacky, wacky and woodly. Oh, the plan is off. Find it right here on Convince, Convince Me. Good Oscar joke. I wish they had a a, a phone mode just disturb, like, please, I need attention. What's going on? Disturb mode. Yeah. I guess that's when do not disturb mode is off. That's kind of oh, okay. My phone's more in disturbed mode. Let's get I'm this. A, let's I'm get a this going. Weirdo. Huh? This has been.
than a BoardWalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardWalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.